What the Twitch, the podcast in which we talk about our experiences being a small streamer in the Twitch universe. I'm Marissa. And I'm Connor. Thanks for joining us. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of What the Twitch. Uh, in this episode, we thought we would talk about uh, talking to an empty chat or an, or, uh, an empty crowd, essentially. When your chat, chat's not, not popping and things are pretty quiet in there, um, why it's important, why and how really it's important to uh, keep the conversation going, uh, even when you don't feel like there's anyone around listening to you. I would say that the main reason it's important to keep it going is because there are people who will come in and lurk your stream before they ever type anything. There are people that will hop into your stream and they'll give you 30 seconds to be entertaining before they're gone, before they're just without saying a word, without anything. So it's always really good to, in a sense, keep up the act, even when your chat isn't chatting, because you 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 have the possibility of missing out on a new community member because you're just sitting there quietly. Ow, I just elbowed my desk. Ow. Anyways, um, sorry guys. Um, if, if you're not sitting there talking to your chat and not being entertaining, that 30 seconds goes by, you don't know they're in chat because they didn't speak. And nobody likes sitting there just watching somebody blankly stare at their game while they play it's not entertaining yeah there's i mean there's there's obviously there's a lot of factors involved but the biggest one is is going to be engagement um and that engagement starts with you so when you're coming into stream and things are not popping in your chat or anything like that there's no one to talk to you kind of need to pretend that there is uh, it's as Rissa said, they're probably just lurking. They're probably waiting for something, you know, from you. Um, it could also just be that those people that are lurking in there want to stay lurking and they just want to watch you play, but they want to feel like you're talking to them. And of course, there's always going to be when you're playing a certain game or what have you, um, that there's going to be moments in there that maybe somebody who just popped in isn't going to know what's going on. So maybe talking about what you're doing, talking about uh, what your plan is for the next game. If you're doing a strategy builder game like like I do, like Satisfactory or even Factorio, um, you may want to talk about what your plans are, what you plan on building, or how you're going to go about it. Maybe describe the process as you're as you're doing it. Uh, whatever it is, you yourself would want to take and stay chatty in the event that somebody that is lurking or somebody that is just coming in and lurking uh, will have something to respond to. Because um, as Rissa said, nobody really enjoys watching a streamer who just sits there and stares at their game and, and, and doesn't say a word. It's, it's, the, it's the engagement that people are looking for when they come into your stream. Well, and... One thing, too, is like a lot of people are like, well, how do I keep asking my chat questions if nobody's responding? Don't ask them questions. Yeah, don't ask questions. Nowhere, no, nowhere in the whole stay chatting does it say everything has to be a question. Um, I, I do this thing where if my chat, like, especially in the beginning when my streams first start and it takes everybody a little bit to 
roll in. I do just chatting for anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes of my streams, depending on how long it takes everybody to roll in. During that 30 to 40 minutes, I will, one, I'm just known for saying whatever comes to my mind in the first place. Uh, there's no filter. It just comes out. Um, two, I will talk about how my day was. I will, maybe I'll throw in one question throughout that just to see if there's somebody lurking that wants to answer. I'll be like, talking about my day and I'll be like, well, how was everybody else's day? And then I'll continue on until somebody responds. Um, or if I'm playing a game, like Disney Dreamlight Valley is a good example of this. Um, it's a game that one doesn't really take a lot of my attention. Uh, it's not like a first person shooter where I have to be paying attention. However, when there's nobody in chat, it's an easy game to get lost in. Super easy because it's very repetitive stuff. You just kind of like you farm, you do this, you do that. So I will, while I'm playing Disney Dreamlight Valley, I will be talking about, well, the updates that are coming because it is a pre-release game. It's not a full game. So there are a lot of updates and like news and stuff that goes with that game. There's also like right now I have 15 villagers that are all Disney characters that are really easy to take and spin a conversation off on. Um, like in Disney Dreamlight Valley, Donald Duck does this thing where he throws a tantrum and throws himself on the ground. So anytime I hear him, um, starting to throw his tantrum i'll try to run there as fast as i can to show chat him throw himself on the ground and talk about how that's like my favorite animation in the whole game whether there's people in my chat or not it's still something that i subconsciously not subconsciously i consciously do it so that maybe that's the moment somebody will come out of lurk and be like oh my goodness that was so funny or that was cute something like along those matters now when i'm playing phasmophobia i always play with another person because our commentary back and forth is enough. That is entertaining in itself to where I don't have to really focus on, okay, is there people in chat? I still check my chat. Let me, let me clarify this. I still very heavily keep up on chat. But if there's nobody chatting, then somebody comes in and they, they see the commentary between me and my partners on Phasmophobia and the jokes we're cracking with each other and that's entertaining. So when it comes to like engagement, basically, it's not even like, it's more or less just filling, filling the silence. You don't want your stream to be silent ever. Yeah. And you, you don't, it doesn't have to be just, um, like, like Rissa said, it doesn't have to be questions. You don't have to like ask chat questions left and right in the hopes that you get a response. Um, I'm currently playing the new God of War game right now, and um, while my chat is most of the time, you know, pretty empty or pretty quiet, um, I'm bantering with the characters. Um, I'm cracking jokes at something Kratos said or something Atreus said or even Sindri. I love making fun of Sindri. Um, uh, but those are the those are kind of the, the the things that I like like to do. If there's nothing to for me to explain in the moment that I'm in, I'll I'll crack a joke. I'll be silly. I'll you know I'll banter with the characters uh, in in the in the game or what have what have you. The point is that you don't have to just you don't. As Rissa said, even if you're doing a just chatting thing, you're not. It's not a Q and A session. It's a discussion. It's a chat. It's um, it's you discussing whatever you as a streamer feels like discussing 
in whatever uh, manner or environment that you're you're streaming in, whether it's a just chatting stream, whether it's a game stream, whether it's a, a, a oh, help me out here because I'm drawing a blank now. Any stream, One any stream, really. <laughs> Um, okay, so my my biggest thing too is if you're somebody who just naturally is socially awkward, you don't know how to carry on a conversation. This is going to be difficult for you, because even with an engaging partner in conversation, you still don't communicate very well. Um, I am somebody that is riddled, and I mean riddled with social anxiety. Uh, if any of you met me in person, you would think I was a different person, because I'm gonna stand there and just be like, uh, uh, um, um, hi, uh, I'm awkward. That's how I found uh, my dreams. So that, that's the thing. Um, so one thing that I, I, I got it off some dude on TikTok. I don't remember his name. Um, but he flat out said, and this, go, this ties back to last week's episode, planning your stream out. He has a list of bullet points bef before every stream that if his chat isn't engaging or if he, if he runs out of like thoughts in his brain, he can look down at that, that bullet list of topics and he'll choose one and just continue the conversation off of that that bullet point whether oh my goodness excuse me guys whether that be like so one of mine was i got a job last stream so that was on my bullet list was to talk about my new job um to talk about the updates that are coming to dreamlight valley because there's a lot of them um, but I ended up not playing Dreamlight Valley, so I didn't talk about that because I don't think people want to hear about Dreamlight Valley while they're watching Phasmophobia. Um, stuff like that or like just general life updates. I mean, whatever you feel like sharing with your community, go ahead and share. I don't have a very private life from you guys. Um, I mean, for the most part, obviously there are aspects that I do keep private to keep me and my family safe. But I mean, you guys know when... When I'm having health issues, you guys know when I'm got a job, when things change. You guys know. And that's all just due to the fact that I need to fill the empty space in my stream. And what better way than just talking about anything and everything? Yeah, I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens. It, that yeah. happens, too. Um. I mean, I, I'm, I'm slightly different in that aspect in that there are quite a few things that I need to keep private um, that I don't need to um, burden my chat with that's going on in, in my life. Um, <clears throat> and there's, quite frankly, there's just some things that you guys just don't need to know about. But uh, that doesn't mean that I don't have anything to talk about uh, when I'm in there. You know, when I'm in, in doing the stream, you know, I talk about my jousting uh, quite a bit. I talk about the games that we're playing. I talk about, you know, certain aspects of things that are going on uh, in my life. Everybody knows that I'm divorced, um, you know, and that I've got, you know, a pretty great kid that is very supportive of, of me uh, to the point that he wants to get involved with my streaming more. Uh, which was actually kind of fun. This, this past Saturday, I did a stream, which I don't normally do. And my kid wanted to be the one that streamed. I had no intention of streaming on Saturdays. I don't normally stream on Saturdays. And my son comes up to me and goes, can you stream today? I'm like, I, I mean, I guess I could. We have time. Like, like why? He's like, I want to play Ragnarok on, on, your, on your stream. I'm like, okay, I'll sit right here next to you and I'll 
handle, you know, I'll handle chat. You just play the game and, you know, we'll have some fun. He had some fun for like an hour. And he's like, okay, I'm done. He hands me the controller and walks away. But it was nice to be able to take and include him in that part of, of you know, in this part of, of, of my life now that it's just me and him. Um, and it's, it's fun. And I'm looking, you know, anybody that's a parent is going to understand. They're going to try to hang on to those moments for as long as they can, as you can, because as they get older, they're going to, um, n- dis- it's distancing themselves, but not like in a, in a bad way. It's just that they're growing up and they're finding, they're finding themselves and they're finding out who they are. And, and those aspects of it aren't necessarily going to include you. So, Right, I'm they're going to be. They're going to become their own person. They are. They're going to become their own person. He's going to become an adult eventually, and um, you know, I'm going to let him do it. I'm going to let us find his independence, and uh, so I'm going to hang on to these moments for as long as I can. I'm not going to lie, um, little Connor, as I'm going to call his kid, because I'm not going to give his kid's name out on the podcast. So little Connor has even been like on my stream he's been playing phasmophobia with me on stream and like he enjoys it he has a blast with it and honestly like i've played with both little connor and little koga on my stream and it it was a blast it was an absolute blast and it's just to me i really think that like this is going to segue off our topic for a second, but I feel like this needs to be said that you can do both. You can be a streamer and a parent and they can intertwine and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I mean, I have had my daughter on stream before um, only once a long time ago when I first started, but that's just because she didn't quite understand the whole streaming thing. She just got confused. So, but it it is it is nice when you can take those moments with your kid and you're sharing something you enjoy doing and they are also enjoying doing it. It it's super it's it's amazing. Um honestly me and my daughter, we bond over the Sims. We can sit here and play the Sims together for hours. And by that I mean she tells me how to play my game. Um but mm-hmm. but when it also like and that that's another thing too, is when you're when you're trying to fill the empty space in your stream. If you have kids, but you don't want to necessarily like put their names out there or whatever, give them a nickname. Like I call little little Connor and little Koga. Um, it just it just what is what it is. If 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 that's a big part of your life, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to talk about that part of your life. Just remember that there are some things that maybe you shouldn't give out, like your kids' name and stuff like that. Um. I mean, I guess it depends on your comfortability level. Um, I'm just not really comfortable. Well, right. And also bear in mind um, that while we talk about uh, how this is a community and, and, and for the most part we're family here, uh, it's still the internet. And there are still dangers associated with, with the internet. So when you're doing things like that, um, you know, and like I do with involving my kid within my stream within reason, um, you have to still maintain uh, that level of safety when you're, when you're, when you're doing that. So when he, when he sits in front of this camera, uh, when my stream is, is active, because number one, he wants to, I don't force him to do it. He asked, to, he asked to do it. And so I allowed it, but I'm also there with him. Uh, 
and that's as you know i'm supervising him i'm chaperoning him essentially that's to protect him that to make sure he's not saying things that he maybe he shouldn't be saying and at the same time nobody and granted it's never happened but i'm not saying it's outside of the realm of possibility um that those that would come into chat to be offensive um or inappropriate uh i can protect him from that as well right and another like and not even that like i think that like when you're trying to fill the empty part of your streams what what better way to fill it than giving your community a little insight on yourself um you're, you're supposed to be building a community where they feel like they know you in a sense as well as you can know somebody on the internet obviously um but if you're just sitting here and you're not showing them the like I don't think I'd be being true to my community if I didn't show the mother side of me because that is a huge part of my life. I am a stay at home mom to three kids. When I'm not streaming, that's what I'm doing. I'm being a mom. So it's kind of like, I feel like I do talk about my kids a lot on stream. I talk about my wife a lot on stream. Um, I talk about my, all my, my mini zoo of animals. Cause you know, I got a lot of those too. Um, and it's just like, I've had so many people come to me and they're like, well, how do you continue to talk when there's nobody talking to you? And I was like, for one, I have severe unmedicated ADHD. Super easy for me. Um, for two, I just remind myself that it's okay to talk to myself. A lot of people are like, well, I feel silly talking to myself. Okay, pretend you're not talking to yourself. Pretend you're talking to somebody that's sitting in the room behind you. Do whatever you got to do so you don't feel silly talking to yourself on camera. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I do when my son is here is I'll talk to him. When he was, when he was doing the streaming on Saturday, uh, my ability to, to keep chat active, to, to, you know, to keep the stream active was to, was to guide him, was to talk to him, you know, and mess with him a little bit. Um, but to allow him to play the game and talk to him and guide him through it and things like that. And then chat would eventually sometimes briefly pop in and ask questions of their own, which then I would engage in that. But in order to take in and in order to continue with that engagement, you have to be able to, to get comfortable with talking to yourself. And that's can be, a, that can be a difficult thing to do. Um, it's still a challenge for me personally. Uh, as I can tend to, um, what's the what drift off uh, and stop talking all of a sudden because I'm not talking to someone specifically. Uh, Those are the moments you should hop in and jump scare them. It's really great. Don't listen to her. That's <laughs> what I normally do. I'm gonna, I'm I wait gonna, till he goes. I wait till he goes quiet, and then I play one of his jump scares. I'm gonna edit that out of this. <laughs> <laughs> but like but that that's too like don't don't force yourself to be somebody you're not either like connor's not a real bubbly like energetic person that's just not who he is um and there for a while he did try to become more energetic on stream so that he could be more entertaining and it literally took everything out of him and i was like connor i like to come into your stream beforehand it was entertaining enough beforehand. Don't don't put on a show. And I mean, I've even done it. I've put on a show, you guys. I will admit it. 
You know, I thought, hey, if I act like this person that's super successful and I, I give that much energy into my streams, it'll help me grow. No, it just made me tired. That's all it did. Yeah, I couldn't maintain it. I tried to because that was somebody's advice. Like, you're not exciting enough. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll try it. But uh, it drained me and I couldn't, I couldn't maintain it. It's just, it's not my style. It's not who I am. Um, I am, I just, I don't have that, that, that high energy, you know, like I should be uh, doing play by play for WWE uh, event or something like that. I just, I don't get that excited on things. Um, doesn't mean the excitement isn't there. It's just, I don't have that, that type of, of energy in, in me. Um, right. That's, so that's enough for some, I mean, that's, that's, I'm learning that that's enough for some people and I'm not going to, I'm not going to please everybody in that regard, but I'm still going to try. <laughs> right. Well, and like the biggest thing too, is like when you're being more true to yourself, you have the energy to put in other areas like the continuous talking. Um, and I say continuous, like I never shut up. But do you guys hear how often I talk in these podcasts compared to Connor? I just messed up your name. Holy crap. Compared to Connor? I've noticed, I've listened to a few of our episodes and I'm like, wow. I say a lot of words in a little time compared to what Connor says. <laughs> and it's just, it's our different personalities coming out. Uh, one, I talk super fast. Again, the unmedicated ADHD. Um, two, I just... That's just how I've always been. I I say what it, I say what's on my mind when it's on my mind because if I don't, then I forget. Well, and there's there's a there's a lifestyle difference in there too. Actually, not lifestyle; it's a generational difference. Um, in that, I'm a Gen Xer, raised by raised by boomers, like real boomers. I know we make fun of some people, you know, that are you know that are in their like mid mid to late twenties right now because they're technically challenged or whatever like that we call them boomers or whatever as a joke but my parents were actually boomers and my dad was uh military and law enforcement so i had a super strict life lifestyle um my parents fully believed that kids were supposed to be uh seen and not heard and that was and that that trait was beaten into me literally um, and so I don't speak unless I'm spoken to for the most part. Um, you know, there's always going to be exceptions, obviously, but, um, I find myself more often than not just sitting, I, I'll sit in a room and I'll just listen and I'll pay attention to everything and I'll observe what's happening, what's, what's going on in the room while everyone else talks. And then when somebody wants to talk to me, that's when I'll open up, you know, a little alcohol and I'll open up even more, but <laughs> it's, um, but for well, the most no. part, my upbringing was was specifically shut up unless you're spoken to. What what's gonna really shock Connor here in a second, you guys, is I was raised the same way. It was very much kids are GBC not heard. You don't speak out of turn. Even if you are asked a question, you got to make sure they meant for you to answer that question. Because if not, then you're just being a smartass and talking back. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, be, I, and be short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah, very just. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. Got it on my way to do it type type stuff. That's exactly how I was raised, too. Um, I think the difference between me and Connor is, though, is I rebelled. 
I eventually, I got to the age where I had a voice of my own and I let my mom hear it. And I just haven't shut up since. So. Let's see. I, I, I still haven't that, that, uh, that fear because I did, I, I, I did rebel, uh, to the point that my spirit was broken. And, um, I, you know, I, I stopped at that point. It's like, you know, you make the jokes. It's, you know, it's like being in the prison gulag, you know, you'll, you'll, um, whatever sort of rebelliousness you have in there will get broken soon enough. And it did eventually. I mean, I still had my moments of, of, uh, being a black sheep, I guess, if you want to want to put it, doing things my own way. And I always got in trouble for it. Um, and if I wasn't, you know, severely disciplined for it, um, you know, I, there was other creative punishments that my, that my dad would um, come up with. Oh, wow. Um, my mom mm -hmm. used to always tell me to, it's going to take seven doctors to get my size seven boot out your ass. All the time. To the point where I started questioning whether her foot was actually a size seven. <laughs> like, yeah. It's most of my, P, most, most, most of my PTS came from my dad. Oh, I, I feel you. Um, and also probably what really probably helped me like come out of my, my shell a little bit is I got emancipated at 16 and joined the military. So I literally went from being, I wasn't allowed to talk to thrown into an environment where I had to learn to communicate. Um, so that, that might, that might be what kind of helped me come out of my shell. Cause I used to be super quiet, like super quiet. And then one day I was just like, nope. I haven't been quiet since. I'm sure I annoy my wife. I won't lie. I just talk and talk and talk. Or I don't talk at all. That, actually, no. Let me be honest with you guys. I have two modes. I either talk constantly, nonstop, or you don't hear a word out of me for days. I didn't get the opportunity to join the military. Um, at first, it was because I didn't want to. I didn't want to follow in my dad's footsteps. I didn't want to be like him. Uh, but then... I didn't really have a lot of options at 19. And so I decided I was going to, um, uh, I was going to join anyways, but I had an accident when I was 19 and I did some damage to my knee. And so when I went to go enlist with the army, they got a hold of my medical records and found out that I had had surgery on my knee. And uh, that'll do it. They were like, we can't accept you. And I was like, well, why not? Because uh, you could probably you could because I was playing hockey at the time. I just I I had the accident. I had the accident playing hockey. I blew my knee out. Had to have surgery to repair my knee. Went right back into playing hockey again. Was playing at a very high level, um, but then decided to to join the army. And the army's like, no, we're not going to take you because you have your medical history. And I'm like, well, why? I'm playing hockey. I'm running. I'm doing. You know, I'm still active. And they're like, yeah, but we're not convinced that if you jumped into a foxhole, you'd be able to get yourself back out of it. And so they just declined. Uh, sent me on my way. Yeah, they're super picky about it. I had uh, childhood cancer, and they almost denied me because of it. Well, I went to. I actually went to the Marines after that, um, because you know some people said you know it's the it's it's the Corps. They'll take anybody. No, they won't. Um, nope. No, they won't. They won't. And I uh, I even um, I even thought I could be sneaky and not include my medical history, which they got anyway. So. Um, they uh so they they denied me as well so there went my military career before i could even start so i never got to learn the things that you that that, that you learned uh 
you know, going through that and learn, you know, trying essentially coming out of your shell and being your own person. Um, I had to do it other ways. Right. And I, I feel like everyone does it their own way, but I want to point something out is a lot of people probably think that we are completely off topic on this whole subject and we're not. What we're doing is we're showing you guys how to fill the silence. And showing you guys a whole lot more about my personal life than I ever thought I would share. That too, that too. <laughs> but like, it, it really is, it, me and Connor are just sitting here, we're just reliving stuff that we went through. Like I was emancipated at 16. I joined the military at 16. I essentially became an adult and responsible for myself at 16 which I have a 14 year old and the thought that I was an adult two years after her scares me like that should have never been allowed. Um, but, and then Connor's, but it really is just, we're just feeling, filling the silence of the podcast with a little bit about us, letting our community know about us. Um, and stuff like that. And this is, this is how easy it could be on stream too. just whatever you feel comfortable sharing, whatever you feel like talking about. I mean, Heaven's sake, I, listen, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret, Kay. I got sucked into the sister wives uh, black hole. Uh, don't do it. It's bad. I could talk an entire stream about what I think about Cody Brown, okay? But I don't because it's a very targeted uh, <laughs> thing. Um, audience. Target ar audience. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I watch Yellowstone, and I can tell you that I probably relate more to Casey than any other character on that show. Really? Oh, yeah, actually, oh, yeah. I could see it. I could see it, actually. I think I relate more to, to Beth. Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm cynical and kind of like, like no bullshit like, like Rip is, but not to that degree. Uh, I sometimes wonder if Rip still has a soul. I think Rip lost. I think Rip lost his soul as a kid, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, not real sure. <laughs> but you, see, me and Connor just found out we both watch Yellowstone. <laughs> Did not know that. I'm on episode. I'm on episode two of season five right now. Uh, we're waiting for the new episode to come out. Well, for the new season to come out, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. You guys get me though. No, you're waiting for you're waiting for episode three, right? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it is, but but. To circle back around, which we're, you know we actually are doing, <laughs> yeah. The the, <clears throat> the idea here is, is is that you are as a streamer, you are out in essentially you're out in front of the world. Now, granted, your world may be a little smaller than others, mine is, but you have the freedom and control to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, just as long as you you're talking. Give, just as long as you're talking. You can talk about as little or as much. You can segue into whatever you feel like. Heck, a lot of you with ADHD could let it go. Just let it let it fly. Yeah. And, and That's what see I do. what kind of fun you could have with it. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> it just comes out. Like, right now, you guys can't see me, but Connor can because we have our cameras on, which... Maybe we should start recording these. It would make a lot of the stuff I say a lot, make a lot more sense for you guys. But there's a bear next to me. Just a teddy bear. Plain old teddy bear. He sits there during my... Big old, a big old stuffed Valentine's bear, looks like. It was Mother's Day, but yes. So I have this big bear, and he sits there. Normally, he's wearing a headset. And he just looks like he's a part of the stream. Uh, there are times where I, if nobody's chatting to me in my chat, I will turn to the bear and be like, did you just see that? That was insane. And that's the ADHD. 
<laughs> like mm-hmm. it just is. But it, it's it's like those. Like I had to really learn when I first started streaming. I didn't want people to know that I basically didn't have a single thought prop pattern. I have a thousand that go at once. Um, so I was trying really hard to act what someone might call normal. Um, and I watched those streams, and like you can physically see the thought go through my eyeballs, and then me just silence myself. I'm like, don't say that. Nope, that's not normal. And now I'm, I just let it come out. I'm just like, whatever. Whatever comes to my mind comes out of my mouth. And it's a lot easier that way. And more entertaining, because sometimes... Let it happen. I, yeah, let it happen. <laughs> sometimes I just... I watch my VODs, and I'm like, did I really say that on stream? Cool. <laughs> I have to go back to... I have a terrible memory. I have to go back to my VODs and see... And try to remember what jokes I cracked during the uh, during the Ragnarok stream. Right, like, and it's all about basically what streaming is is just being entertaining, but it's also about being true to yourself. One, it's yeah, I would say it's mainly more about being you. One, one thing, one piece of advice that I could give anybody who is streaming is fuck what anybody else says. Whatever advice you're going to get from somebody else may not work for you. So if it doesn't work for you. That's not written in stone. That's not how it has to be. Hell, you could listen to our podcast and you could... Episode 5, I don't remember what it was now, but episode 5, you'd be like, this doesn't relate to me. Okay, it doesn't relate to you. But one of our episodes might. And that's why you listen. I think we've been pretty honest from the beginning when we, we say that we're just sharing our experiences as streamers and we're hoping it helps you. If it doesn't, you might be able to take a little of what we say and twist it to where it does. Or it just doesn't work for you at all, and that's perfectly acceptable. You know, we're we're a couple of small streamers that uh, are relating the ups and the downs that we've gone through over the past couple of years, um, and it's not going to be the same experience for for everybody. All we can do is is offer offer up what what we know. Which isn't everything, obviously. We're not the experts here, but no, you know, just a couple of people sharing their experiences out here. And if it helps some of you, great. If it doesn't, thanks for the support. That's okay too. Thanks for thanks for giving it a try. Um, Essentially, it really just, you know, when I first started streaming, I wanted to, I wanted like a guidebook on how to be a good streamer. That doesn't exist, so don't look for it. No, um, you can go on a you can go on a on 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 YouTube and find a dozen a dozen dozen different videos that say this is how you should stream on Twitch, and you'll find a dozen different ways of doing it. None of them are the same. Um, it, it's dependent on whose videos you're watching, and then even if you watch those videos, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Um, I well, in my experience, and I like I said, I've only been doing this for a year and a half now. Which isn't very long compared to some people. Some people have been doing it seven plus years. I don't want you guys to think that I'm the all-knowing streamer. Because I'm not. I'm learning new stuff every time I hit the live button. Um, but I think that's another, re- another way to really become a better streamer. Is learn to grow every time you hit the live button. Don't just get set in one way and be like, oh, it's working. Because... There's going to come a time where it doesn't work anymore. And then you're back at square one. 
Uh, I think it really depends on the community you build, if I'm being honest. Well, find your voice, find the style that works for you, and don't be afraid to make adjustments, um, even if that means that the voice you have, or, or, or let me say the um, the experience you provide to your uh, to your audience to your chat uh, when you first start streaming might be 180 degrees from who you are now, and that's because you found yourself, um, and you're probably still going to find yourself. Um, we're all still going to continue to to grow and learn, um, come up with new ideas uh, and and things like that. And uh, these are all good things. And embrace them, use them, uh, and continue to develop yourself um, in ways that benefit you. Because it'll benefit them as a... Um, as a secondary uh, word I'm looking for that I can't think of right now. Um, do this for you. Do do it your way. And those that like the way you do it will come around. They'll find you. Exactly. And it's not going to be overnight. It's just not. I've been doing this a year and a half. Uh, seven months of that I did not stream. So, really, I've only been streaming for about maybe a year in total of how many times I've hit live. Um, so, essentially, I'm starting back at, at ground zero with my community. I mean, a few of them are still there from before, like Connor and McFilthy and stuff like that and McCracken. But that's because during those seven months that I wasn't streaming, I was still playing games with them and building connections with them off off stream. Um the people I didn't stay in contact with obviously didn't come back. And that's okay. Um, so essentially, I'm, I'm building my community from ground zero. Uh, I'm revamping my streams from ground zero. Um, but this time around, I feel a lot better about it because I'm not trying to fit, fit a mold. I am just being me. And that's all you can be. That's That's... That's that's really all you can be. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and transition on over to our small streamer spotlight. Uh, tonight, I'm going to go ahead and give mine to Bearded Legend Gaming. He is somebody that I met during Hayes' Stranger Danger event. He is super funny. He just has a very spunky personality. He's very entertaining, and he, he definitely knows how to keep you going. And I think he's the perfect example of what tonight's episode was about. Uh, he just never stops talking. And it's never a dull moment. Um, so go ahead and give him a a look out chance, whatever. My brain literally just went blank, you guys. But go ahead and, uh, yeah, hop on over there. Give him a sh chance. All right. Uh, so my small streamer spotlight is going to uh, Ram0124. Uh, he's actually somebody that I've played quite a few games with of uh, Satisfactory and Phasmophobia. I actually met him while I was streaming um, while I was streaming uh, uh, Satisfactory, and he's been uh, a really fun guy to bounce ideas off of when it comes to playing that game and, and what have you. He's, uh, he's a pretty entertaining guy, so if you want, uh, please give him a uh, please give him a follow, and we'll put their links 
to both these people uh, in the description of this episode. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Connor. And I'm Marissa. Feel free to pop into our Twitch channels and say hi. Our links are listed in the description below. And we'll see you in the next episode.